Greg, I do have something I need to tell you. Yes. As of yesterday afternoon, as of March 17th, 2020, I am no longer a cater waiter. <laughs> no longer a cater waiter. I on St. Patrick's Day of all days. On St. Patrick's Day of all days, I was told that me and the entire staff I work with have been terminated. And that was uh, the word, too. Terminated. Terminated is how they phrased it? Terminated. Yeah, terminated. Yeah, terminated. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah. I, you know what? This actually falls in line with something that I might have a job for you. Hello, everyone. Oh, this is no. Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you're listening, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And thanks to everybody who's joining us. If you are a member of the Supporters Club, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to put this out there, too. If you're going through some hard times financially, say some things have come up and you're one of those people let go and you would like a membership to the Supporters Club, just shoot us an email. We'll get you hooked up. Let us know. I mean, if you can't afford it to pay it, awesome. Thank you, because we do still have to keep our lights on and everything running, and, and that's important. But, uh, hey, if you need some entertainment and you're down and out and, you know, life is and you weird right now. you want to idiots and yeah, talk. Yeah, one of those to us and, us, or want to join in the chat and be live, uh, let us know. Yeah, we'll we'll certainly uh, help out with that and, and get that taken care yeah, of. Yeah, we got a packed so chat today. Just send us an email. Awesome. It's good to see everybody in there. Yeah, so uh, it is. That's that, It's great. So let us know what you what you want to uh, comment on. Oops, I went into the other show there. They're supposed to comment on this. Now they're commenting. Greg's part of the conflating group. his digital trends show that he yeah. wakes up at like, what, 1 a.m. to go do or something? Uh, four. <laughs> okay. Yeah, four. Same difference, yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, but uh, but with this, Sarah, yes. you know, with this whole weird thing that's going down, and it as we'll super... say on every episode, yeah. every hour brings something different during this coronavirus thing that's going on. It always always changes. Well, 24 I, hours from now, it'll be different. I had known that, um, you know, because clearly for the foreseeable future, there aren't any big events that are going There's to be happening. Not so many banquets happening. Not so many banquets or... Um, you know, I know a lot of people had some, you know, weddings and, and huge events that they had planned and it super fucking sucks because everyone's having to reschedule. Yeah. But I don't know why I I guess it just did kind of surprise me because I've worked there like intermittently for so long. I didn't realize it all it had almost been like like in October, I think it'd be like five years. Wow. Yeah. I've been a cater fucking waiter for almost five years. Dang. Yeah. I didn't realize that. With, and with the same people the yeah. entire time. So that's been kind of cool. That's why I, I that's why I stuck with it because I like the people that I yeah. work with. Yeah. But yeah, it was super weird to get the phone call yesterday that I have been terminated and my paperwork is on its way. Wow. Yeah, it was, well, I'm it sorry. Was such, oh, it's fine. You know, it's it is what it is. Everyone's there there are worse things that could happen. Everyone's dealing with this. Yeah. But I am looking for of course new potential money-making possibilities and you said that you yeah, I might. Is it a real one or is this some? Well, you idea might. That you I might be able to figure out a way uh, for you to get a job. So here's the thing, you know, with with all these closures of everything, you know, um, people still need something to do, and there's. Are you thinking about opening like a whorehouse? Or no, something? I'm not. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't hiring you for that. Uh, the best little whorehouse in Portland. I didn't even think about that aspect. No, that is not where I was going with that. Uh, what I was going to say is. You know, and I'm not going to say this is, you know, wink, wink, legal, but oh, uh, <laughs> that's what I'd like to do is <laughs> in these crazy times that we have right now, there's still going to be times where people are going to want to get out of their house and, <laughs> and you know, they're going to want to do something. Yeah, I know I've Greg. seen the comments come through. No, I'm not. <laughs> and plus, I would never be a kept woman. I would be my own madam. And I would never be. I don't think I could be a lady. Then we've talked about this before. I would be the madam. You know this. There are madams and there are ladies of the nights. I would be a madam. I believe so. 
that's my story. Anyway, what people are people are with all the bars closing, people are still going to want to have, you know, go have a drink or something. And uh, you start thinking about this about how the world's changing so quickly. I did go to the liquor store and buy too much booze, and they want to last for a while because I had my too panic. Much now, do well, I say it now? Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. I did that, and a lot of people didn't. And I'm gonna guess there's gonna end up being some shortages in this. And I don't know that for a fact. I'm just making this up. But yeah, I was gonna say I drove by a liquor store today, and it was open because I was actually curious. I was looking, and there were people. It depends on what goes on inside. If I they know. get closed, you know. Which is a possibility. Truth be told, I actually had to run out to go to an art store that I go to. Everything to could be everything some, could close. Uh, to pick up a couple canvases because I have some paintings yeah. I'm going to be working on, and they were still open, but everything around them was closed. And then I heard uh, they were on the phone. The person that was working there, right when they were ringing me up, they're like, "Oh yeah, no, I saw the schedule's normal." Oh, oh really? Oh, that's what you're having. I'm like, oh shit, this is happening right now. Oh, there's a lot of places yeah. that are closing. Yeah. I mean, most of the. Like like places that like Macy's, those kinds of places, Nordstrom's, that stuff, that all that stuff is closing. So I'm just saying, it could. Now in that case, obviously minding the fact that you know I would only want healthy people in there, but and I don't want anybody to get sick. What if I? I do have a backyard. I do have a basement. My house. Murder people. Could be prime for a speakeasy. I could create my own speakeasy in the basement. I mean, nobody would know it's down there. We'd well, have a you secret just password. Said it out loud. Well, no, but I mean, it's just for satirical pur- purposes, uh, purposes, only. purposes only. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, someone's saying uh, it's already being said. Is am I hearing that purgatory is opening to the public? I'm thinking, you know, not to the public. There'd have to be a password. There would have to be some kind of a and you system. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be taking money from anybody. You could take donations. What? Okay, sure. I'll take donations. Yeah. Required donations. A, re- a, a suggested, a gently suggested donation. No, required donation for, <laughs> for anything else. That's an oxymoron. Nobody's coming over and drinking for free. <laughs> yes. uh, but, you know, I could have that happen and, and like go back to like, you know, like the 20s, like during Prohibition style. I could have a speakeasy. All right. And Ben has a great idea about this. All right. So, yes, we'll talk more about this. But he also says... At your speakeasy. Yes. You have to speak in an old timey voice. Yeah. He goes, Are you here there? What's your deal, see? What's your deal? Good <laughs> cheese hands over there. <laughs> no, I'm not being called cheese hands. That's not what it would be. But his that's the thing. I could actually have oh, see, we could have purgatory be the outside I mean, establishment. Because you well, can. Only two people at a time. And you have to be six feet apart. You have to be six feet apart. Everybody's yeah. gotta be six feet apart. Again, you know, before we get all the emails talking about how the health concerns, I understand. But so, so we'll keep everybody, yeah, six feet apart. But we'd have a couple of people time out front, but I wouldn't want anybody to get too wise. You know, you don't want people getting none the wiser about it. Which is why you're talking about it on a podcast. So you could only have a couple of people that would be outside at a time. So, so as the noise levels don't get too much. But down below in the basement, that's what we, we could call the nib hole. Oh. The nib hole could be the basement. People go down into the nib hole, and it's fairly it's it's pretty soundproof down there. So people could hang you know, out I do down a there. Phonograph down there. Yeah, playing the playing the old uh-huh. the old hits. Yes, I I I could put a phonograph down there. A hundred percent. A phonograph could be down there. We could have. Um, oh, the best description I've ever seen of a phonograph is called a loud flower. The, yes, I'll have a loud flower down <laughs> you there. Need a loud flower. Actually, I quite honestly I. Don't have a phonograph, but I have a really old record player that would be perfect for down there. And I've got a bunch of old records. Yes, I I can make this happen. All right. Are you going to let people smoke down there? No. Why? Why would they get to because smoke down there? Because that's a speakeasy. When, you, when I think of like Boardwalk Empire and anything, 
Like I'm saying, it has to be stinky and full of cigarette smoke and loose women and bathtub gin and uh, There and are a lot flowers. of questions here. There's a lot of interest in, uh, <laughs> in my speakeasy right now. So let me go through these. Yes, Ben, are you allowing smoking? We do. I do have the gimp room, which is the weird, creepy offshoot of my basement, the hidden room that was turned into a band practice room. Maybe I could figure something out in there. Like seal There's it a off. vent. There is a vent. Oh, yeah, because it was maybe quite possibly some sort of grow. I think they grew marijuana yeah. in there. <laughs> grow room. Yeah. Yes, back when that was not legal. I'm pretty sure that's what they did in there. So it's ventilated. I could work on that. Maybe we'd have a smoking section. Not or the whole that- thing. It would have to be just one section, and yeah. that costs extra. Oh, super extra. Oh, it's extra. There'll be a bouncer yeah. at that door before you can go in there. Wow. So I'm just picturing your basement <clears throat> with somebody just standing in front of the gimp room door as a uh-huh. bouncer. Okay. Uh, excuse me, sir. That'll be an extra dollar to go in there. No, no. Five bucks. Okay. Times are tough. So, so okay. There's that. I'll, I'll work on that as far as that is. Uh, uh, Carrie just wrote, do we have to wear pants? Um, you know, the, as long as people are being tasteful. I'm I not necessarily kinda, I would opposed. I kind of like people to wear pants. Would you like to? You like people to wear pants? I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's body is beautiful, but I don't know if I want. You can't to, sit like, on the furniture if you're not. Can't sit on the furniture, and I don't want to see like, um, you know, surprise boners. Oh no, there's none of that. None of that's going on. Yeah, well, if there are no pants on, you're not able to disguise anything. Okay, yeah, we're not, this isn't that kind of an establishment here, so keep that in your pants elsewhere. Okay, fine. Um, there's that. Uh, Kelly says, as long as the basement isn't called Greg's Infection Lair. <laughs> nope, won't be called that. Uh, Patch says, dance in the Charleston. Yeah, dancing. Yeah, people can be dancing in the Charleston. Definitely. You know I will definitely sh- be wearing a three-piece suit with, like, stripes mm-hmm. and a hat. I'll have some kind of a hat or fedora on. You know what you should do? You should get some sort of, like, yardstick, make, like, makeshift yardstick thing that's, like, six feet long. So that way, and then when everyone's walking around, you can always make sure that, you know, Mm-hmm. You have it behind you. You can strap it to you, some yep. sort of contraption. So if someone starts to get close, too close, you can kind of point it and be Save like, Save room. you got to be close. a minimum of four Jesus as a part. Mm-hmm. That's it at all times. Four Jesus as a part. That's how it's got to work. Uh, so so there's there's that. Okay, th- going down here. Yeah, Patch, uh, Dance in the Charleston. That's good. Ben, uh, I can run the dice game. We do have to have games. You know what? Actually, the Gimp Room, and it's going to be called the Gimp Room in this situation, too. It'll still be called the Gimp Room. In the Gimp Room, we'll like have a table. I feel like it might need a, a christening for a new name. <laughs> All right. We get th- I'm open to suggestions. Okay. The back of the nib hole? No, that's not it. Uh, so no. so there's in there, that's going to be the card room where cigars, you can smoke cigars in there. That's going to be what that room is. That's the high rollers room. I've got a high rollers room. What is that, the Spider City? No, that's what the Gimp Room is going to be. It's no longer a smoking patio. It's a high rollers room. That's what that is. So we're going to set up the card table there. Ben's going to run the card table. He'll run the dice, whatever we have in there. Um, let's see. <laughs> Jacob, no. Wait, uh, I thought you said there was something in here for me. Yes. Well, that's what I was getting to. I see. I love how you don't like my ideas, but uh, there, there is something in it for you. I mean, one, you could be the yardstick person, but also. Wait, what is the yardstick person? Who walks around and makes sure everybody's, you know, four Jesuses apart. Oh, I thought everybody got a yardstick and then, like, they could all, you know, make sure. No, it themselves. leads to too much poking and, like, people hitting each other with their sticks. I mean, that could be funny. No, no, that's just a mess because okay. they're going to knock over my nice furniture that I've set up down there. Your nice S- basement furniture. Yes. In your, in your basement. Okay. 100%. So here's the where this offer comes into you. I mean, we're going to have drinks. We're serving my booze, you know, but I need somebody to make the cocktails and to serve them. You are a former banquet bartender. 
I mean, this is kind of right up I, your I'm alley. Just a bartender, yeah. Yeah, so this is right up your alley. You can handle crowds. You can handle mixing some drinks. Like, well, let me ask you this though. Maybe this is more of an interview process. Like, can you tell me about your past experience? Oh my goodness. And what would make what would make you a good employee of the nib hole? Well, I thank you for asking. First of all, thank you for taking the time uh, to meet with me. Uh-huh. Uh, very much appreciate it. Yes. I think that for me, uh, like a benefit for you about me would be the fact that I'm so well-rounded and versatile with all my different types of bar skills. Yes. Meaning I can make high-end cocktails. I can make Terrible cocktails. I've worked everywhere from a place called the Doghouse mm-hmm. to hundred thousand dollar weddings okay. downtown. So I mean, I kind of can run the whole gamut, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, do very well at my job while while that's happening. Now, let me ask you this: yeah. uh, How you would handle a certain situation? Absolutely. Um, how would you figure out a way to maybe in these tough times? Stretch the amount of drinks that you can get out of a bottle of, of say, a fifth of early times. Oh, great question. Great question. Um, I think an excessive amount of ice cubes can always help. Also, actually, I'm not going to tell you my bartender tricks. Never mind. Whoa, wait a minute. Now I, now I have to know what your bartender nope, tricks are. Not going to tell you. What, you put too much ice in there? Nope. So that no, way they get the less ice. booze? By the way, nobody is ever tricked. No bartender is ever tricked when you say light ice. They're not going to give you more booze. <laughs> I've had so many, like, 20-somethings catch me. They're like, um, yeah, I'd like a Jack and Coke, but a uh, light ice. So... I'm sorry. That Why, just they means do that because getting, they think they're getting more booze? Yes. So oh. I'm just like, that just means that you're getting more more Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be more, and, and you're not like as sneaky as you think you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. How to make it stretch. How are you going to stretch that dollar out a little bit? This is a place of business, lady. Oh, see, I don't want to, I, I wouldn't work at a place, an establishment that waters down their liquor. Okay. Well, that was a trick question. <laughs> For you future patrons of the Nimpole, that was a trick question there. We'll talk about that author. All right, so um, let's give another situation. Say there's a couple of customers, you know? Yeah, you hear? You hear? And they're fighting over a dame. No, say there's a a fight starting to brew. Mm -hmm. Well, then I have to just resort to um, one of the greatest movies of all time, Coyote Ugly. And what would Coyote do? Wait, uh, what happens main, in Coyote main Ugly? character in Coyote Ugly, she sees two guys fighting, and what she does is she takes a couple of bills out of her tips, and she splits them, and she's like, hey, why don't you take this money here, and why don't you go buy yourselves a drink? And it works, and they both calm down mm-hmm. and shake hands, and then, and then, both, then they... Yeah, and then they both calm down. Okay. I mean, it was in Coyote Ugly, so it has to work. As long as that money comes out of your tips and not the till. That's exactly, you know, that's what I want to make sure of where we're going here because I don't want wow. any uh, funny business. Um, and I will have to check your purse before you go downstairs and then when you leave again to make sure that nothing's stolen. I want for nothing in your, uh, in your basement. Okay, so <laughs> so how do you feel about drinking on the job? Oh, required. No, no, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want a drunk bartender shit, giving out shots to everybody. Okay, but if I'm sitting in your basement... Yes. In an unregulated speakeasy. Excuse me, you're sitting in the nib hole. Yeah, in it's an a classy private in establishment. Your basement. My private club, you mean? That's in my basement. Yeah, I mean, in, in regular circumstances, no, I do not drink on the job. But on this one, yes. All right. I yes, I would have something some I have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, we're in different times right now. Yeah, but I'm still running a fine establishment here. You know, this isn't something where I want... Greg, I know that you're joking about this, yeah. but uh, but I also know that you're kind of serious, and then also I hope you expect that maybe someone's going to show up on your doorstep and be like, I won't go in the hole. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you didn't really think this through, but... No, no, no. I find it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's, there's these ideas. Now, um, there's something else, though, because we would also want to have some 
some snacks, some food. How do you feel about walking around with a with a tray, Quite you know, honestly, cigar, I hate cigarettes? I hate that. Would you like yourself a snack? That was that was. Would you I like hated. a sample? Because we'll have samples of stuff there. Yeah. You hated that part. No, I hated passing. Like nobody wanted to be the tray passing. Really? How like, come? I figured as... everybody would like you. No, no. Whenever oh, if you have ever worked an event and you're a tray passer, like you fucking hate it. Every person I know, they're always like, "Oh God, I'm stuck." Because you have to ask people, and they'd be like, "What is this?" I'd be like, "Oh, it's a Gruyere tartlet with a with a raspberry compote." Would you like to try one? And then you have to sit there and listen to somebody go, mm, I don't know. Should I? Should I not? And I'm just like, just take the tart. Take or don't the tart. take the tart. Or don't take the tart. Or don't take the Did you hit record? No. But it's okay. It's recording on the video, so we're fine. <laughs> you got to remind me to hit record in these dark times. After almost te- over 10 years, I have to tell you to hit record? I oh. didn't hit record. But it's recording on the video, so we're fine. We'll have the audio. We're good. Oh, Greg. This is why I need help running my illegal speakeasy. I mean, my private club in my basement. Can I just tell you real quick how um, the other Sarah who lives uh, across the pond is dealing in these dark times? She switched from lemonades to getting a whole bunch of sours, cherry shots again. I keep getting her receipts. Wait a minute. This is okay. This is completely <laughs> out of context right now. Okay. So Sorry, they just came through. The other person who you get the receipts of their. Yes, this woman who lives somewhere London. in England who. Uh, not in London, some like small town outside of London. Yes. And I continuously get her JD Weatherspoon receipts. And she switched from uh, from lemonade now to back to the cherry sours. Well, yeah, it's tough times. It is tough times. Everybody's wanting a drink. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect example right there. So. Oh, wait, she had an old Jamaica ginger beer, corn nuggets with tomato and basil soup. What is a corn nugget? Corn. Like the. Oh, um, corn. Like oh, the okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. An eight inch margarita pizza. Right, she was a little hungry that day. Right. <laughs> She's really going to town. All right. Oh, she had a um, she had a double Smirnoff, and another old Jamaica ginger beer. What's with the ginger beer? I don't know. She's just going for it. Uh, there's the cranberry juice. I have I have like eight receipts. All right, there we go. Uh, margarita pizza, lemonade. All right, so this was a few days ago where she was doing the lemonade, and then it all switches all to alcohol. Okay. I yeah. feel you, sister. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like this is exactly. All the, right. So this did actually thing. prove, like, uh-huh. even across the pond. So here's the thing, you know, going back to your potential employment. Again, you don't have the job yet. I know that you hate the trays, but we do need snacks. I will need somebody to create snacks for this well, event. Well, I'm not supposed to be within six feet of people, so how am I supposed to pass them snacks? Yeah. You'll get one of those clamper things, and you clamp it and then, like, put it onto people's like plates. Like put a meatball in the clamper? <laughs> yeah, pass them, pass them a meatball. Oh, like the grabbers? Yeah, a little grabber, yeah. You have a grabber, don't you? Probably somewhere. Yeah. I probably do. Yeah, you can get a little grabber and then you plop a meatball on somebody's plate. Would you like a meatball? <laughs> <laughs> Grabbers. Yep. Okay. So, so that's one thing. But what I other kinds of snacks little, would could... you would you would you make for this? I want an original menu. Oh, um, scoops of macaroni and cheese. Okay, <laughs> in the grabber. We just, sounds <laughs> messy, grabber. but okay. Um, you know what? You could put them in a Ziploc bag. And then you put and then you put could, the mac and cheese in a Ziploc bag. Why not? And then what they're digging through there with yeah, their and fingers, they're just, eating they're the, just rooting around, rooting around you know, a bag of mac and cheese. Spoon. They get a plastic <laughs> spoon with it or a whatever. These are you know some sort of spoon. Uh huh. Maybe a wooden spoon. Like okay. Those. No, not one of those because those I used to get splinters. Like when remember the wooden. Um, I hate wooden flat spoons. spoons that no, came with the I, ice cream. No, this that that feeling is that one against of those things. your tongue. I don't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Right, well, some sort of spoon, not wooden. Yes. Would be used for it. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, oh, yep. Sorry, I looked in the chat. Yep, meatballs, definitely. Um, little Smokies. Little that Smokies, was, that's good. That would also be in plastic bags. Okay. And a you plastic get a tooth- bag of Little Smokies. You get a toothpick with those, though. Okay. So that way you could eat your Little Smokies on a toothpick. Okay. All right. Um, let's see now. Tristan is saying, "Why? Why need a spoon? Just cut the corner of the plastic bag and down the hatch." So that is an excellent idea. And, like little shots. No, it's like frosting. Just squirt it in your mouth. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Squirting the squirting the mac and cheese or squirting the no the mac and cheese. It's like a frosting. It's a it's a mashed mac and cheese. No, it's not mashed. Oh God, no! Don't be a monster. And we'll have to have some sort of sweetness. Um, yeah, we need a yeah. I need a sweet treat. Um, so maybe some sort of cookies. Like we'll do cookies. What kind of cookies? Um, You're gonna make cookies? No, I don't. You're the chef too. Okay. So, <laughs> this is, I'm interviewing. If I can find one person that can I do will, both jobs, I will make whatever cookies that are still left over on the shelves after all of this has been yeah. happening. Yeah. I'll just take the spare cookies from whoever didn't take them. The spare cookies from whoever didn't take them. Okay. Yes, I mean the ones that are still left in the aisle because everything's okay. you know basically gone at this point. Well, yeah, but I'd rather be a little bit more self-sufficient because people can go get those cookies anywhere. Again, I want an original menu. We've already got mac and cheese bags. We've got um, <laughs> scooper balls. Yes. Uh, we've got little smokies. Little smokies with a toothpick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I know. I like this original menu so far. I know. I'm doing great. I feel like that's something you know. I like. I feel like. Uh, I think what would be really delicious and prohibition-y are those, like, those wafer cookies. Wafer cookies? I like wafer cookies. You know how they come in, like, the um, Neapolitan? Oh, yes. Clothes? I know what you're talking about. Like the black and white, and, or the brown, white, and pink. All right. We could do some wafer some cookies. Some Neapolitan wafer cookies. Okay. Those sound like they would be really delicious. Okay. Yeah. All right. So all of that, and then do you have a signature drink for the nib hole that you would want to create? Um, it would probably be some sort of old-fashioned, but probably uh, pre-batched, I'd say. What does that mean? Like pre, like I mean, it, it's not as good, but I mean, you can pre-batch them and then just put it into like a oh, a you big make it ahead of time, and then just bloop. Get a squirty and then thing. Plop a cherry in there. So a squirty thing of old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. You get your mac and cheese bag, a orange rind mac and cheese on there. paste, mm-hmm. uh, with a little smoky, and then uh, a scooper ball. It's a scooper ball. It's the or grabber balls. No, I don't know what what we call the meatballs. They have to have an original name. You use the scooper to like plop them onto people's plate. Okay. Oh, a bathtub I mean, mint julep. That's a great suggestion. Oh, too. that's true. Oh, but mint might be hard to come by. Oh, not necessarily, actually. Uh, there's probably some kind of flavoring I could find that would like mimic it. Put Buy up a like, bunch of like Mentos or something. Those starlight and, like, mint things. Yeah, <laughs> just plop them in there. Plop in those homemade mint juleps. <laughs> homemade mint julep. Okay. Yeah, this is really working out pretty well. Yeah. As far as I can tell, so I'm I'm definitely into that. Well, you also know that I don't think like. Is it gatherings of more than 10 people, or is it even less than that now? Um, it's a private club, but there's not enough room for everybody to be six feet apart without doing that. So, yeah, but I'll I'll have a real high turnover. Like, I'll be able to turn people over. Like, you'll have to pay extra to stay longer, mm-hmm. or um, or you have to have reservations. Yeah, this is good. You know, speaking of this, if we're talking about, like, prohibition kinds of things. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a Ritz pie like Ritz crackers pie this is totally random but I was thinking about this like no. prohibition type foods is this is like a prohibition this is more a great depression food uh, uh, but you know it's like um, you make it's a mock apple pie so when apples were really hard to come by people could still get crackers 
And so it's a way to make a pie. It's entirely made out of crackers, but it huh. tastes and has the texture of apple pie. That's weird. We use like lemon juice and like a couple of other things in it. I've done it before once, actually. It was really weird. Um, yeah, because it, it looks it looks like it's apple pie. You've made a pie. I've made a pie out of crackers that tasted like apples. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making something up. Yeah, that sounds that's a very it's weird a mock apple pie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a real thing. And from what I heard, it was because people were couldn't get uh, apples. Because you know they just didn't have the produce. Mm-hmm. That's how they would go over, go around and make it. Interesting. Yeah, there's a recipe. I for think it. I'm just more surprised that you've made a pie. What do you mean? What's so shocking that I would make a pie? You just don't. I just. I'm don't not a big think... pie person. My no. mom makes some amazing pies, but I just don't eat that much pie. Yeah. No, my mom makes amazing pies too. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool story. Bro. Okay, there is another question though about yes. the nibble, really quick, um, and it's being asked. I may have missed this earlier, but how does one gain entry? Is there a secret entrance? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I don't want everybody just showing up on my front door. So, yeah, we do have to figure out a yeah. little bit of a way to, to get this. I think you got to – first, you have to stand on the corner. Is that too obvious? Well, first, you have to be sanitized. Yeah, there's definitely sanitation. There has to be some sort of – That's it. So when you come in – They have to go into the back for, like, a sanitizing tank or something. Yeah, it's a whole – got to get O's down first before you can come in. <laughs> it's like whole – like, yeah, kind of like when you go to prison. Yeah. In the movies where oh, they dump a bunch of, to... like, soap on them and then they hose them down. Oh, I was thinking, like, you don't need to inspect them like that. Greg. No, I'm not inspecting anyone. Okay. I mean, and you can self-hose. That's fine. <laughs> we will have to figure that part out. I don't know. I don't know on that part. That's a good question about the sanitization. Uh, but what would be the, the secret word? Yeah, what would be the code word? I don't know. You're going to have to think about it. Squatches. Squatches? Maybe. That's pretty good. That's, that's not too bad Anyone one. who knows you would be able to. Hey, uh, you ever seen a Sasquatch? Like something like that? But you need to like cut it's some be sort more. of slide thing into your um, either your front door or your gate. Yeah. So you can slide it's like, and someone has to go, password. I'm here about the Sasquatch. It has to be a phrase. It's got to be a phrase. Okay, what would the phrase? Yeah. Be like, the moon is made of cheese and the Sasquatches are coming home at noon. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> The moon is made of cheese and the Sasquatches are coming home at noon. Yeah, something What time was like that? that? Noon. All right. <laughs> oh, Mike says, got to get the job done. Got to get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, <laughs> Born here. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm here to do the taxes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh my God, is Tina there? Yeah, Tina. Holy that was shit, something that just happened. That was Tina. when they. Yeah, sorry, we trailed off there. I'm catching up on what what people are saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tina was when the method neighbors would have their people come over, and we didn't know what Tina was, and that was just a code word for meth. For crystal meth, we did not know. Did we not all know that. Something that did day. not know that. My invest. Uh, my, wow, we've had a lot of phrases over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're crazy. I'm here to do the taxes. My invest. That sounded like super aggressive. Yes, because it's in German. It always sounds aggressive. Mm. German German is aggressive. You're taller than I expected. <laughs> it's got to be a call and answer thing. Well, thank you, Greg, for giving me a okay, absolutely work possible real-life solution to my Hey, to my I mean, <laughs> you can keep 50% of your tips. Oh, really? I mean, the house has got to take a little, oh, a little yeah. taste. Oh, yeah, you got to sweeten the pot a little. The house needs a little taste to that. But, but yeah, you know, we, could definitely, we can definitely work this out. 
Uh, can you hear the donkey screaming? <laughs> the donkey screamed and the, the children, children cried. I reread that story before our 10-year anniversary just uh-huh. to see like what stories I could bring up. And it's just sad. Oh, it's not. I know. It's not as funny as we thought it was. Well, okay. <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> I know. This, you can't be telling people this kind of stuff when you're bartending at the Nibble. That's true. You can't be bringing everybody down with your downer stories. I could tell them all about my TV shows I'm watching. Okay, we don't want to. I don't know if that's the right way to go about. I this will either. say, in times of crisis, sometimes it's very nice to mentally unplug, and you can do that with no greater stupider show uh-huh. than One Tree Hill. I just started watching that, and holy mother of everything holy, it is just the worst thing, and I love it. It is so stupid and full of so many pretty people, and they have such mundane, trivial problems that mm-hmm. you're just looking at. And you can just sit there and just soak it all in because there's like the evil dad and there's yeah. like, you know, the the rough and tumble kid who grew up as as like the you know bastard son of this you know guy who runs the town. And, you know, and there are hot girls and there's the one who's super edgy and listens to no effects. And then there's the other one who's like the cheerleader. It's great. It's 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 a mess. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, your interview. Oh, I was really just talking just about it. Was I just supposed to be talking to you? <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, anyway, in the coming days, as the hard times approach, yes, uh, this may be something that. Uh, so you be letting wink, wink could happen. Oh boy, I wonder if this truly is going to be something that's happening that people are doing. What, uh, speakeasies? Yeah. 100%. You think? Bars closed. There's probably already 10 of them at least, like, in this, in Portland. Yeah. If not more. I mean, because they're always happening. Guarantee. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a couple, like, here and there, but no, not, but I mean, like, a like, real. There used to be a bunch of, like, uh, after the bar closed clubs in Portland. Yeah, yeah. That were, that would sell liquor and everything. Right. But Why I do mean, you seem I think uncomfortable is... with that? No, I don't seem uncomfortable with that, but I don't. It's not. It's sure, um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's places. Okay. That have opened up. All right. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying I'm sure in reality, yeah, it probably is. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Okay. So, so I think that's it's decided. The nibble's going to be happening. I mean, it's not. It's not going to be. Six foot distance, though. Okay. Six foot distance. I mean, scooper balls. Come on. Now I do kind of scooper balls some... and some mac and cheese paste. Yeah. Well, I did actually make some mac and cheese today. I know. The first of what will be many boxes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we go through it. Um, do you have any uh, world of crazy, Sarah? Um, I do have a couple stories. If you, I didn't know we were going there. Let me pull this did up. Did you read the list? And get it ready. Of course I didn't read your list. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what happens. That's what happens. All right. But seriously, One Tree Hill, like it's it's just like the the brainless something that you might need. Just to let you know. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, got a couple stories for you. Try my darndest. First up, there's a company who's seeking 
a job applicant to test out living in a luxury Dubai apartment. Ooh. Yes. So it's a real estate website seeking a job applicant to fly to Dubai and spend a week testing out a luxury apartment. That sounds kind of awesome. I know. The website Dubai Property for Sale, which I just recently learned how to pronounce Dubai. I thought it was Dubai. It's Dubai, right? I mean, that's very specific for you when it comes to pronunci- pronunciations. I know. you, As you know, I'm a stickler Dubai. for it. Dubai. 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 It's, it's Dubai. It's Dubai. How do you know that? Because it is. Who, who told you? Th- where did this come from? <laughs> I think you're mispronouncing it. What is, what is the capital of Colombia? how are you getting that specific on dubai it is it's dubai how do you what uh, what on earth you know what i think i'm just so confused right now like why do you think this is the case why do you why are you telling me because i remember i was really proud of myself when i learned it Uh uh-huh yeah dubai i'm pretty sure you're saying dubai yeah, Dubai. Like like it's <laughs> da baby, like Dubai. Like that's how you're saying this? I don't think it's Dubai. Yeah, it's Dubai. It's Dubai. Dubai. Not duh. There's not an H in there. It's not a D A no, apostrophe. You skirt quickly over the U. It's not a big like How do you know that, where does this source of <laughs> it's a d- expertise that you supposedly have come because from? Because I know I committed to it. Like I used to always say uh coupons and then once I learned that it was coupon then I just never did said coupons again. So once I learned something... I, okay, hold <laughs> up. Who told you how to pronounce Dubai? Where did you see this? It's something people know. Where, where did this come from? <laughs> it was obviously from a television show or something. <laughs> was this on One Tree Hill? No, because I'm only two episodes in. I have a whole where, lifetime to where, go. <laughs> where did you get this information? It's just something that's known. It is not. <laughs> this is so random of you. Okay. Where did it come from? Tell me. I have no idea, but I just know. Anyways, it's you want to hear my story? Dubai. 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 <sighs> so the website, Dubai Property for Sale, announced it is offering one lucky person the chance to be flown out to Dubai for an all-expenses-paid trip for one week of sunshine luxury and living in a high-end apartment. The applicant would be a finalist for a more permanent position as a property bro- broker who finds buyers and coordinates sales of the high-end residences. Oh, maybe I can go to Dubai to be a realtor there. So weird. The company is accepting applications on its website is now asking interested parties to follow its Instagram account. As a bonus, post your hot favorite holiday picture, tag us in it, and use the hashtag experienced Dubai property, the company said. So if you'd like to apply for that, do it. I missed the majority of your story because I'm still stuck on the fact of what you're <laughs> saying. Uh, anyway, yes, I would like to go to Dubai and spend some time in a $4 million apartment. Perfect. I didn't say $4 million. That was really... Specific. I thought that's what you said. No, I didn't say any <laughs> any dollar amount. I don't know. You've thrown me for a <laughs> loop here. I'm not five. Four million dollar apartment? Where does that even come I from? Don't, I don't know. Okay. 
All right, have a story out of Oregon because, as always, we are embarrassing. An Oregon police department is now asking residents to please stop calling 911 because they've run out of toilet paper. Oh, God, the toilet paper. As police around the U.S. brace for emergency calls and the wake of what's happening, Oregon Police Department is dealing with 911 calls for an entire dip of different emergency. Residents are calling because they've run out of toilet paper. This is happening in Newport. So the Newport Police Department oh, Newport. put out a notice urging residents to stop making emergency calls. Uh, due to toilet paper shortage, they said it's hard to believe we even have to post this. Do not call nine one one because you ran out of toilet paper. You will survive without our assistance. Um, the police offered up some friendly tips for those dealing with the shortage. They said, in fact, history offers many options for you in your time if you cannot find a roll of your favorite soft, ultra plush, two ply scented tissue. Now, seamen uh, used old rope and anchor lines soaked in salt water. Did you know that? Have you heard about that? Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, rope butt seamen. Yeah. Ancient Romans used sea sponges on a stick, also soaked in salt water. So there must be something with the salt water Salt water, yeah. Um, It says that since, you know, Newport is a coastal town, there is an abundance of salt water available. Seashells were also used. wonder if the three starfish were used. Mm, Yeah. Toilet paper is unavailable at many stores, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Police are also suggesting using... (laughs) Oh, Wow. Receipts, newspapers, cloth rags, and even empty toilet paper rolls. I don't want that. Are you I'm panic? just saying. No, but I will just say in a pinch. You know what worked for me once? More than once. Okay, I ran out of toilet paper, and then I had a lot. Coffee filters. Who has just an abundance of coffee? Because filters? you can only buy them like two hundred packs. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm just killing it in these stories. It's been yeah. one more. All yeah. right. Let's see. It's garbage show. All right. Oh, a Florida man, uh, my final story, has been arrested twice in two days for repeatedly impersonating police officers. This is in Bunnell, Florida. Florida man is back in jail for impersonating a law enforcement officer just days after he was arrested on the exact same charge. So you're not pulling it off, buddy. No. It's not working. Also, it's not working for you. So this is... Bunnell? Uh, B-U... B Bunnell, B-U-N-N-E-L-L. So this uh, gentleman's name is Leroy Stottlemyre, 60 years old. He was arrested after investigators got a tip from a toll bridge attendant who showed them video of a man flashing a law enforcement badge uh, twice on March 11th to avoid paying a $2 toll. He, so he was For not, $2? For $2, for a $2 bridge toll. Uh, so, so he just flashes the badge and they just let him go? Because on-duty officers, I guess in Bunnell, Florida... Uh, are allowed to cross the bridge free of charge. Huh. Yeah, so a toll booth attendant told investigators that Stottlemyre flashed a silver badge at him, and he in, and he in turn showed the man an article about his arrest for impersonating an officer. <laughs> so this was just a couple days earlier. Um, he said then Stottlemyre put away the badge and paid the $2. So uh, let's see, Stottlemyre was arrested on charges of impersonating an officer and shoplifting. So, uh, so this all happened within two days of each other. Offer a two dollar toll ticket. Yeah. All right. I want my two dollars. Two dollar toll ticket worth worth that. That's what mm, I got. Yeah, That's no, no, I'm just crazy. trying to think about that. Dubai. That's not it. Dubai. <laughs> That's not Dubai. That's so weird. Did you look up the pronunciation? I mean, I already know what it is. It's Dubai. Pull it up. You want to take a bet? No. 
All right, oops, here, let me mute that. Here, I'm pulling this up right now. How to pronounce Dubai. All right, here we go. Okay. The following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. Okay. Dubai. Dubai! That's Dubai, Sarah. Dubai. Dubai. Yes, I'm saying it right. No, you are not. Dubai. 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 Do we have the correct <laughs> pronunciation of your name? You are. That is not what you have been saying. Dubai. It's. Dubai. Pronounce. Dubai. 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 I'm Dubai. <laughs> I know. I've that been is saying not it what you've correctly. been saying. No, I know. I was saying it correctly. Yeah. No, you have not been. That's just weird. I don't know what's wrong with your ears. That is. Dubai. It's not. That's not what she just said. Oh, it's the internet. Who's to say? Who's to? Who knows what this I, company is? I've heard bad things about pronouncenames.com. Uh, they don't. They don't do it. Uh, uh, anyway, oh, we do have a birthday. I want to wish a very happy birthday to our pal Kevin. Kevin, he likes to travel around in an RV. He's a traveler. Yes, Kevin is awesome. Kevin's super awesome. And Kevin, happiest of birthdays to you, bud. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. Happy birthday, Kevin. What are you laughing at? It's your Keelan. What, what do you mean, who's to say? <laughs> I mean, I heard this company is of ill repute. So, I mean, they're just making stuff up. So I hear. And, and who are you? Now you're slandering a company <laughs> to try to cover your tracks on this. <laughs> Great. Oh, my head hurts. Send us an email, finalplayfitradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yeah, Mike, you have to pronounce Dubai correctly to get in the dimble. That's definitely part of it. <laughs> you are not getting the job. Um... Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and thank you, um, really just appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Share the show. Feel free. We've got share buttons on the site, obviously, for every post. Um, that goes a long way. Uh, I know a lot of people are looking for entertainment right now. We're going to do our best to be the distraction that we've always been from uh, the real problems of the world. <laughs> That's kind of what our job is, is to give you a little bit of a distraction and talk about things like Dubai. Um so yeah, sharing it's sharing it's great, and uh, and we do appreciate everybody who can do that. And of course, if you can join the supporters club, that's great. Don't forget about your local businesses, places like Black's Pest Services. Oh yes, so they that is are a local great. Business that supports us, which we are also a local business. Yeah, yeah. And businesses everywhere need help. Um, BlackPestServices.com. They are a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate them greatly because you know what's not going to take a break, Sarah. Pests. <laughs> The pests don't know what's going on. Nope. And plus, with all this they're weird still going to be weather, extra pesty. They're just yeah, like it's snowing, then it's sunny. Like they're all like already like breeding and living and flying. Sarah has zero expertise in this field at all. They make my eyes itch. That is a statement only by Sarah Dillon. Uh, nonetheless, blackspestservices.com. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it. We will be here, wow, you know, every day for you. Everything about everything. I know how bugs work. I know how to. I didn't say I knew how bugs work. I said you don't know how bugs work. 
So in theory, that's you saying that you do know how bugs work. No, but I know it's not the description of what you just... I'm no... Stop twisting my words around. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love all of you. Yeah, we'll talk to you, you tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Come by, friends. Dubai. Dubai. That's not it. <laughs>